When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Podcast, two L's, two Z's. I'm Michael Govier, it's Robbie Baseball, and it's Big Gentle Ben on Twitter. Let's have some fun and talk about Dynasty Fantasy Baseball. We are continuing forth in our legendary series, our third animal. Give me three. Utah. Utah? Give me two. I don't know. If he ate three meatball subs, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, two is already. I mean, the fact that Busey orders two mm-hmm. meatball subs, is that's a big order. That's a lot of food. And three oh, is that would what be he's ridiculous. doing in that scene? Yeah, he's got to have two. Yeah. Not just oh, one. Okay. Two meatball subs in one sitting? Stuff. He's supposed to be staying awake on that stakeout as well? I would pass out oh in the car God. seat. Oh, no God. Way. God. <laughs> I mean, what kind of... I mean, unless they're, unless they're, you know, giving him, like, caffeine cheese. But, you know, I mean... <laughs> caffeine cheese? What is that? I've never heard of I, caffeine I don't know. cheese. It, it has got caffeine to gum. It you know, it has to exist. <laughs> oh, if it doesn't, Ben, I think's gonna yeah, just stumble go. onto a million dollar idea. I, I was just gonna say I should make sure I right now call it and patent on that. Don't, it's don't. a mat where you jump <laughs> to conclusions. <laughs> get it? Yeah. Joel in the house, Joe Lowry. What's up, Betty? Finally, Robbie gets to look down on Gobier. Oh, I didn't realize I'd done that. I could switch that. See. Uh-huh. <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> Great to have you here, Joe. Joe Lowry's the best. Joe's our buddy. Joe Lowry knows a lot about prospects. In fact, you should follow him on Twitter. And you should be in our Discord, which is totally free, where we have people like Joe and, of course, Ben. Uh, Robbie, uh, a little bit, right? You're in there once I, in a while. I, I go in. I see that there's a red a red thing. I only have one Dynasty League that uh, uses Discord, and it was a league vote to get us there. And from the moment that happened, I was like, eh, I'm not the biggest fan of Discord. Um, but I do like to go on it, and I do feel bad that I'm not checking in enough. But it is good conversation <laughs> that I catch up on. So I, I, really I, tag, better. I tag Robbie a lot on things. Just you do. That's how I know that I need to check in. So. 
Come on, Anthony. Yeah, I don't. You guys know Anthony? You look like a new face to me. I recognize everybody here, and I don't know Anthony Cates. Welcome to the show, buddy. Glad to have you here. Make sure you subscribe and like this video while you're here. And of course, use the live chat like Anthony is doing. Uh, Robbie didn't really sell the Discord that well, but it is an excellent resource for you guys, especially for Dynasty and Prospects. I mean, we got Christian Crespo in there, who's a wizard with this stuff, too. He's as good as anybody, and he's been in our plots on Discord for a long time. So make sure you get your ass in the Discord. So you can talk about prospects and your keepers, too. I mean, some keeper deadlines are coming up in a lot of leagues, and that's important. Today, it's about the Brewers, the Phillies, and the Padres. And we're going to start with the Brewers first. But before we do, don't write down that time code yet, Robbie. I wasn't going to. I'm finishing making a crown float. I don't even know where I am. Wait, is that a royal? Are you saying it's it's a a crown crown royal float? float? No, no, it's a crown float. So this is cider. And then this is Guinness on the top part. Oh, yeah. Actually, that sounds pretty good. Wouldn't yeah, I mean, it. like it's creamy, you know. Uh, oh yeah. Now, now that I've well, distracted uh, you, creamy. Um, I actually, uh, the other day, I never do this. Yeah. <laughs> I never do this, but I bought a Jones cream soda the other day. I never do that. Oh. And I, I thought Jones was nice. out of business, but apparently Jones soda still exists. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I got a complimentary Jones soda four pack. In 2005, there was something that never happened again in Detroit. It was called the Motor City Music Conference. And it was a four-day music event where all, it's basically all the bars and all the venues in Metro Detroit were playing shows. There was tons of bands that descended from out of state and the ones that were here. It was really cool. And they were giving away these swag bags. And one of the swags was a four-pack four of Jones soda, green apple. And I never opened it. I thought it was a collector's item. Yeah. So. I, I, I like green. I like the green apples and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, here we go. Jamie's making fun of me. Like how you wanted to draft. I love green apple too, Ben. Like how you wanted to draft Woodruff. <laughs> hey, I've owned it. I made a mistake. I'm moving forward. Joan Soda is lively here in the Dakotas. Uh, before we get to the Brewers, Ben, I'm just real curious. Make sure you guys follow Ben on Twitter, Big Gentle Ben. Which of these three are you most excited to talk about tonight? Uh, honestly, most excited. Yeah, and this will surprise some people. It's the Phillies, but they're the third best of these three organizations. I was really, I was really surprised digging in on them. I knew the Brewers to me are the easy number two behind the Orioles as far as uh, systems in the game right now, and the Padres are definitely a top ten. So those are two really freaking good systems. But as you dig into the Phillies, you're like, ah, this is this is gonna get bad in a hurry, and. You know, it really doesn't. There's a lot of quality, especially a lot of quality athletes in that system. And so it was actually kind of, as you as I dug in to try and figure out which one I wanted to highlight or which guys I wanted to highlight, that was one system that I I enjoyed and I'm going to have fun talking about the guys that I picked out. So Excellent. What about you, Robbie? Which of these really gets your juices flowing? Brewers, Padres, uh, or Brewers? Or Padres, so- or Phillies? Well, now that you finally said the Phillies, uh, it is also the Phillies. But for me, it's the fact that I feel so passionately about the guys that I'm going to speak on, uh, both four, one, two, five of them I'm real excited for. And one, I am tamping everyone's expectations down massively. (laughs) Um, And that's why I'm excited about it. And then when like just like Ben said, with the Brewers, it's a good mixed bag of guys. I've got probably my favorite 2023 sleeper fantasy dynasty pitcher um he's with the brew crew and then like screw the padres you know go after yourself san diego you got too many catchers okay 
I'm not excited when I have to comb <laughs> <Wow>. through catchers. <laughs> All right? They are Dude. fantasy anchors, and, and I mean that in that the way is... in which they they drag you down, not in the which the way they anchor your line. That's putting it mildly. So my, my quick thing on the Padres, I think this could be, could be very definitely, like, could be the most pitching talent in a system. I'm not saying they're going to make it because there's a lot of risk still with all of these pitchers, but in pure pitching talent, holy crap, they, they've got it. They just, okay. they haven't exactly done well at developing guys like that, though. I mean, Mackenzie Gore, to me, as a high schooler, was like a can't-miss guy, and they found a way to screw him up along the way. So, you know, that's... I don't know how much you want to trust their system, but the talent in that system is really high on the pitching side. But anyway, we are we can get more into that. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. that. That sounds like fun. Okay, so let's dive into the Brewers system. Mark it down, Robbie. We're going to start the top three. <laughs> We always start with the top three. It's nothing unusual. Uh, ben, I would like you to do the honors with your top three Brewers prospects on this date, February 19th, 2024. Okay, so the Brewers are a really good example. A, this is a freaking deep system, but they're a really good example of if you're looking at real baseball for the Brewers, it's different than if you're looking at fantasy baseball. And my top three is going to be missing probably their second best real baseball prospect and he plays Robbie's favorite position but there's a reason why he's not a fantasy guy in the same way but we're gonna we'll get into that later uh my top three Jackson Churio easy top guy there Jacob Mizorowski and then my third one is Tyler Black oh my guy my main man I love Tyler Black so much. Uh, ben, do you think that Tyler Black could have an impact on fantasy leagues this year, though? I mean, they brought in oh, yeah. Joey Ortiz. I, obviously, Tyler's not going to play short, but it's just another situational player, which causes more delay, in my opinion, to Black, unless somebody else gets shipped out here, like Adamas, maybe, or I don't know how you see that. I I think you're either going to see Willie Adamas is going to likely event be moved toward third base, wouldn't surprise me at all if by midseason he shipped out of town because he's probably not going to be a fan of moving to third base in his free agent year. But the guy, the thing that I think could really get Tyler Black up there quickly, though I'm hearing some other good players that are working at the position, but Bryce Terang um, yeah. is one of the weakest hitters in all of baseball. And so getting, getting Tyler Black up there, I, I think he's honestly. I think he would be a solid uh, defensive player at second base. I don't know if he's a gold glover by any means at any position, but he's one of those guys who's more smart at defense than he is necessarily ridiculously tooled up at defense. Yep. And so I think he will handle whatever position he gets put out of the infield. And I, I, I do. I think he's going to end up at some point this <clears throat> If I had to make a bet, it's going to be before the All-Star break that he is up. Really? Okay. I don't know if it'll be I don't know if it'll be before June, but it would not surprise me if we're, you know, a month out from the All-Star break and Tyler Black gets the call. 
Oh, I love hearing that, man. I'm I'm such a big fan of Tyler Black's skill set, especially in OBP leagues. I really think he could be an everyday, maybe not an all-star, but a, a long-time pro who can be a useful tool on your fantasy squad. That's how I see it. Uh, I don't think we have any disagreements, do we, Robbie, on the top three brewers? Yep, yep, we do. Um, I'm oh, also do. about to just, I'm also going to rain down on that Tyler Black parade. Uh, but I've got Chirio, <laughs> I've got Black, and I've got my sleeper, Carlos Rodriguez, uh, the 22-year-old uh, Milwaukee flamethrower. And I will get to him in a second. But Churio, yeah, we don't need to say anything on him. We we know who he is. But here's the thing with Black, and this is the problem I've got. Also, uh, I saw that Britain um, stopped in, so I wanted to do the lip chap. This isn't lip chap. It's a uh-huh. uh, But I just I see Ben's doing it now. This, I was watching him do it on Saturday. And I mean, I was getting a little turned on. But more than anything, it was the information on the other podcast that I was digging. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> so was a good show. Black. Tyler we love Black you, Brad. A problem, and his problem is twofold. It's Joey Ortiz blocking him at third base, most likely, and it's uh, Reese Hoskins looking to get himself a big contract at the end of the season, playing first base and probably needing to be injured severely in order to be taken out of the lineup because he's probably not going to say anything to the team he's with. Um, and Black, not like I mean, I love him. You know, like power OBP stolen bases. Sign me up but it's not for 2024 success. I think that we're going to take an injury or some horrific performance or some weird ass brewer trade for him to get time. And at that point, it's either going to be for your fantasy playoff run or the home stretch. Um, yeah. And uh, the thing with Rodriguez is that if you look at, uh, you know how uh, we talk about roster resource fan graphs being like, just, you know, sad. Um, your Trey cabbage love gets, uh, he turns into sauerkraut. <laughs> If you go to Fangraphs, <laughs> just gotta bring in. You get salted. Yeah, you get yep. salted. That's what I'm saying. That Sour- sucks. Anyway. I hate sauerkraut. Uh, I love cabbage. Yeah, with sauerkraut, there's a French version to get further off topic where you use white wine vinegar. It's called chocrut. Delicious. Anyway, mm. um, <laughs> so if if you look on the roster of the resources at the Brewers' potential starting pitching rotation, it is. Four horrific names. Wade Miley, go to hell, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Jacob Junis, Paul and Ray, and D.L. Hall. Uh, I, I mean, Hall of those four is the only one with any level of potential. Colin Ray came back last year and had, I think, four or five good starts. Like, not you know, good, good league average starts. And in uh, 30-team dynasties, people were like, hey, that might be a guy. And you got Freddie yeah. Peralta leading it off. He's first, second, third, fourth, and fifth on the depth chart there. But you don't have much else which means there will be other people who are going to get to come up and get a shot. Woodruff just signed a two-year extension. Doesn't impact this year. Does for next year. But When did you sign that? Guys, like recently? Like a couple weeks ago? Uh, t- today, I think, or yesterday. Today? Yeah, yeah that's fresh. Today, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. got like Ray, Junis, and Miley who are all going to be gone next year unless something weird happens, which means there will be ro- roster locks for next year. Rodriguez is going to be one of those guys. I'm just, I'm sold on it. He's been too good so far. He, he does not yet have the AAA time but he does have the total innings that this year he could be pushing 150, which means you could start him off with some like four or five inning starts in AAA through April into May, and then you could start to look at when he could come up. I think he could be the big guy. Obviously, Treo's his own case, um, but Rodriguez is the big one for me. I think Black gets blocked, which I don't – I'm not happy with it because I, I like him, but I just oh, don't hear think we're going to see the production. Oh, man. Okay, well, Sorry. hey. I no, bring the truth as I see it. 
Hey, shout out to the truth. Exactly. So, I mean, it doesn't always go my way. I've made a lot of mistakes before and I'll make more mistakes in the future, but I'm heavily invested in Tyler Black across many dynasty leagues and my keeper league. I was, I was actually thinking about would be too radical. It's only six keepers though. I couldn't keep him as a top six, even though it is OBP. All right. So the next top three at 1422 is what, Ben, (laughs) give us your next top three Brewers prospects. Uh, so this is where we bring in the guy who is a better real life guy. Uh, that's Jefferson Carroll, uh, catcher. I think he's what if if you ask me, I think he's the best defensive catching prospect in the game. A really freaking good catch and throw guy. Um, wow! But I think he's probably more his ceiling offensively is Gabriel Moreno. I mean, there's just, there's not a lot. I mean, I think he's going to be contact over power and that contact is probably going to be a 270-ish type of hitter. So, I mean, a 270-10 type of guy, which isn't horrible, but that's not who you're really excited about fantasy-wise. And so that's why he wasn't anywhere near my top three as much as I love his defense. Um, My 2024 pitcher in this system, or the guy that I think impacts in 2024 is Robert Gasser. Uh, big yeah. fan of him. Um, five pitches that he uses. He sequences them well. Um, his biggest thing has just been kind of inconsistent uh, command and control. He throws from a low release point. He kind of whips it, kind of slings it up there from the left side. Mm-hmm. Um, if he six eight, it would be you know something that would look a little bit more like maybe Randy Johnson, but he's six foot tall, so it's nowhere near the same thing. Um, oh. He's kind of. You know, to me, he's like a four. He's a he'd be a really good swing man type because I think he'd probably play up if he's going two innings instead of five. But I could see him definitely impacting this year. And then my last one is Cooper Pratt, sixth round pick this year. Um, got paid like an early second rounder, uh, so it kind of tells you what they thought of him. Uh, impressive. For, I mean, the guy is six four and he's over two hundred already. I think he's probably going third base eventually. But, man, when you see him swing, the raw power is really fun when he makes connection. I I think this is going to be a project type that's probably going to take a few years in the minors and probably need to fail at a level before he advances as he goes up along because he's – but he's just he – is, he is kind of a baseball rat too. So I, I want to see him do well. Beautiful. That's a lot of fun. Anthony says, Brew Crew going to have two flamethrowing rookies in that rotation by the end of the year. C-Rod and the Gas Man. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong button. Well, go for <laughs> Democrat free screaming. That's a long one. That's not, yeah, that's not positive. I just wanted to hit it's this. It's always a good when it's extra long, too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> did did I, Gas I Man burn sure. somebody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that goes along with the Gas Man. Um, I completely I agree with that, that, that um, we're going to see both of those guys in the rotation and more importantly beyond this season whenever they do arrive mm-hmm. both of those guys should be able to stick around which is great i don't have gasser on my next three at oh. 17 minutes and 30 seconds okay uh, <laughs> but I, I do have um, yes. ben's, ben's other top three guy i've got jacob miserowski nailed it um who you know we talked about it the the walks aside the six seven beast that this is the randy johnson right but from the right side yeah Um, Yeah. this is that potential guy right there and slow burn like we don't need to rush him through uh double a but i don't think we should see him this year um 
he's more of the we'll have this conversation next year about that guy look at that look at that lean frame if you're watching us on the youtube yeah but when you see like grades of 70 for slider and fastball i mean that's great and like i know you know ben you've talked multiple times about how the fastball is not one pitch it's several pitches depending on what you do with it and how good you are mm. with it so if you're 70 grade that means you're doing more than one thing with it and that's excellent to keep the k to nine high again it's it's walks. It's making sure you are challenging hitters in the strike zone and not asking them to swing outside of it. Because as you go up to AAA, there could, depending on that loop that they might play most often, there could be a lot of veteran hitters who are just waiting. Like if they play against um, the Angels AAA team, which is essentially a quad A team of failed MLBers, <laughs> there yeah. could be a lot of walks coming to pitchers who are trying to like throw it past these guys because they're not going to hit because they all want to have amazing stat lines crossing their fingers they get another shot um but anyway so the other two guys i've got i've got a 19 year old luis lara outfielder j2 Mm -hmm. 2022 uh he's finished last year at high a he did this thing that now we've talked about it before some clubs are doing where uh he skipped complex stole 30 bases last year only two dingers excellent obp um he's always for his life going to draw a lot of walks because and this is the problem he's five seven um, the progression oh. progression to keep a high average that's going to tell the tale if we've got a legitimate prospect or a future bench bat fourth outfielder type but the potential for that to be on the positive side is there and I'm in and then the next one I should have skipped, skipped him because the name is going to be a, a, a little tricky uh, <laughs> Filippo Dituri Dituri D-I space all right. You have failed. Shortstop. 2023 J15 class. He was DSL only last year. He is the, well, one of, I guess, three potential skip complex type guys. Look um, at that baby. He's, yeah, he's young. Like, I remember having that facial hair. I do. I that. <laughs> and then it was also the chin strap that went all the way around. Oh, but, like, of course. You didn't have enough hair, but your parents. You haven't lived until you've you. done the chin strap, of course. I mean, Absolutely. D- doesn't everyone remember eighth grade? I mean, come on. Eighth grade. <laughs> eighth well, in Northern grade, Ontario, man, it took me a couple yet. more years to get that. But. Wow, you're an early riser. Nice job, Ben. Well done. <laughs> but I've got a comp that I want everyone to keep in mind with him, and it, it actually even goes within the age, and that's that this could be a Dansby Swanson type where he can play the position. Now he's going to have challenges within the organization to keep shortstop, um, but he could just be a steady Eddie type guy, good Ooh. OBP. And he takes a lot of walks um, and he's five eleven, So he's got four inches on Laura who's out in the outfield. So he's just got a good hitter's eye. I'm looking to see what he does this year. He's owned in 0% of fan tracks leagues. Um, so he is out there and he wasn't one of the top guys. He was one of a three pack last year. Uh, in with the J15 class, so he is out there just like he's a watchless guy for sure, but he could be a big, um, um, what do they call it, hype guy for the following season. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Ah! No, damn it. Why am I always on that? The, bank? More, the more you can press that incorrectly, the better. <laughs> no, gosh. You know, maybe you want uh, me to start should... timestamp screams? Yes, please. <laughs> it's been requested by many of you, obviously. Look, I, I'm, trying to write, I'm trying to make graphics, change the. Uh, yeah, uh, you're doing a great job, by the way. The graphics, I've... I mean, the extra touches. I deserve to be failed. Ah. You have failed. That's for me. All right, so there it is. Uh, any other players? Of course, we always like to bleed out the leftovers beyond the top six mm-hmm. that we have. Ben, was there anybody else you want to mention? Well, you know, I mentioned Pratt. This last draft, the Brewers 
I think seeing that their system has uh, a massive hole at third base from the top all the way down, uh, they drafted three. I mean, Cooper Pratt was a shortstop. As it was announced as a shortstop. He will be a third baseman. Um, Eric Batanti was, I believe... Yeah, he's a popular honestly, dynasty guy was, this year, too. He skipped, didn't he? Yeah. He was, I think he was one of the youngest, I think he was the youngest position player in the draft this last year, which is kind of a big deal. But the guy who I'm watching for who could really rock it fast is the guy they drafted first of all those third basemen, and that's Brock Wilkin. Um, Ah. Huge, huge power. I think he's a 250 with power type of guy, but a 250, 350 with power type of guy. Is he um, more than power I, though, Ben? Because I've what I looked into, it just seemed like that was pretty much not that there's anything wrong. Pretty with that, much it. I, I think he looks like Seth Beer to me, I, so I'm afraid. I see, oh. and I think he can he can stick at third, which is one of the things with Beer. Beer was a DH from day one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, he didn't have the position. But I mean, Wilkin Wilkin pl- can play third, and watching him reminds me a lot of uh, Reese Hoskins when Reese kind of got close to the majors it took oh, recent wow, years to get that spinning but once he got that spinning he was i mean he just he was locked in on pitches he knew where he could punish a ball and he was going to strike out 150 times because he knew i can't get that ball so i'm going to let it go and pitchers knew that so sometimes <laughs> he'd be able to spoil it but he would draw 100 walks and hit you know, 30 bombs. And that was what Reese Hoskins did. And while he got up to the majors and people didn't realize where his, his zone was. And he hit like 25 home runs in three months or something like that, or two months or whatever it was. But I think that's, I think Wilkin can be that kind of power type of guy. It's going to be whether the rest comes with it. Don't be that guy. I love it. Ben talking knowledge. We're talking Bruce. Any other Bruce we didn't cover Rob before we move forward. Uh, Yo, Fury Rodriguez, 18-year-old. He was the big guy in the J2 class uh, in 2023, Mm -hmm. so he will be rostered in your Dynasty League by some a-hole who was throwing darts at the board and was like, yeah, I'll take a chance on this guy. Um, He did well, and we'll see if he ends up in uh, A-ball this year if he does go to complex. That's that's it. I mean, there's lots of guys, right? Do we? Would it be fun to mention Ethan Small again? Should we? Oh, God. But isn't he somewhere else? He's on the Giants. Everyone? <laughs> no, Ethan Small's on the Giants now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. But, I'm blowing your mind right now, dude. Yeah. When the hell did that this happen? Happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Gotta so my list. one of the guys they traded for this year. <laughs> I think. I think uh, Govier probably got to see him down in Arizona, and that was Oliver Dunn, who's another oh, guy that they're talking about as a potential guy at second base. Not to be confused so, with Blake Dunn, someone Robbie really likes. Well. I do too. We'll yeah, all like so. him. We'll all oh, like I'm him. Sorry, man. You can claim ownership yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. everybody's guy. Anyway, Blake Dunn's everybody's. Yeah. Everybody loves Blake. Yeah, we all knew about Yay! him. We all knew about him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you like Ethan Small, huh, Robbie? No, I just thought it'd be fun to mention somebody who everybody liked talking about four years ago. Um oh, okay. still is technically a rookie. But you're not claiming anything. You're not putting your name on it, right? No. God, no. Oh, no. no. Take my, <laughs> take my no. All right. Well, there's the Brewers system. That's our next top three for the Brewers, the Milwaukee Brewers for 2024. Ben, 
Jim and Jace, Michael Govier, Robbie Baseball here live. Follow us. If you got a question, jump in the live chat. If you're watching this on replay, drop a comment. And make sure you click on that Discord and get involved. Have some fun. Get your questions answered. We're here to serve you. We actually care about you. We really do. We're not kidding. Now, we move into the city of brotherly love. That's right. Or not to be confused with brother love for you wrestling fans out there. Um, this is Philadelphia. And it's a coastal city, east coast. Although it's not, is it directly on the water? No, New Jersey's there, right? Oh, is there? No. Can you yeah. get in there? Yeah. No, New Jersey's blocking it. That's river. right. Yeah, I used, there river. is a river, the Delaware. I've been on the George Washington Bridge. I used to live there. It was, it's a big city. Philadelphia is an intense place. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering, Ben, let's start with you, because the way Robbie sent me his list, it doesn't make clear who the top three are, but Ben did. So I'm just trusting oh, Ben's. I no, that's not your fault. I mean, I asked for a list two minutes before the show aired. So Ben, kick us off on the top three prospects right now for the Philadelphia Phillies. So we all kind of thought that this was going to change last year. And instead two of the three are the same as last year for me. Um, I have Andrew Painter on there um, who I think he would have been in the majors, if not for getting injured. He was the darling of spring training up until Mm. the point that he, he got hurt. Um, and the, my second guy is Mick Abel, who probably honestly has better raw stuff than Andrew mm. Painter, which is something to say, but he just doesn't know how to you know find a strike zone consistently. So that's that's usually an issue. Um, and then the third one is Aiden Miller, who cover if, boy. I nailed one. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I I love Aiden Miller. I think if Aiden Miller would have been just if he would have been. Literally, if he would have been eight months younger in the draft, he would have been a top 10 player. It's one of those where he was, I think he was actually 19 at draft time if he wasn't like very close to 19. And it's one of those where, oh gosh, he's so old for a high schooler, we can't take him. Yeah. I'm sorry, this guy is going to end up being like everything that they wished Alec Bohm would be. Um, he's going to be a huge power, huge power bat. I And I think he's... He's got a budget above average contact. It's a really simple, powerful swing. It's really a nice swing to watch. I I don't know. I I keep every single time I do my FYPD rankings, Aiden Miller jumps like four spots. And I think he's like in the top 15 at this point. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I I don't know. And I still wonder if I've got him a little low. Wow. Okay. So, well, that's exciting. I love when we get these different takes, and you guys sometimes disagree, but in the end, we're not talking massive degrees depending on the system. And in this case, Robbie, your top three Phillies are slightly different than Ben's, correct? Yeah. Um, I've or got vastly different. Logical. <laughs> well, lo- logical first guy is Justin Crawford, um, because when you want a, a generational talent, you you make him your, your top dog. Um, do you know... Ben, who his dad is? I bet you don't. It's Carl, okay? So Carl's son has a bright <laughs> future. Uh, 47 stolen bases, only three dingers. Well, we'll ignore that because it doesn't help my case. 333 average, two levels of A-ball last year. He's ready to see some more A and then a quick promo to double A and probably that for the rest of the year. But he's 20 years young. Uh, we can dream on the potential and the fact that you know he does have dad at home there to help him. Um, making all the right Thanks, plays, Dad. and he's in Philly. 
He's in Philly where (laughs) it's going to to go, in my opinion, well for him, (laughs) unlike it has for some other people who have come up there. Number two is Mick Abel. I'm with you. Best pitcher in the Philly system. Uh, My number three could be controversial to some Griff McStrike Zone McGarry. Um, There's a lot of reliever talk. There's a lot of reliever talk about him. And to me, it's it's Abel or McGarry who get the most starts from the AAA crew in the rotation this year. But the rotation is a little interesting or a little you know wonky um, because with Abel, it's Painter that steals the headlines. But you didn't hear him from either or from from me in this one. Um, but Abel's ready to pitch 150 this year. Uh, Philly's rotation does look solid, but it also has two lefties and Ranger Suarez, who's got some injury history. Ew. And um, uh, Sanchez, who came up last year and was really like an out of nowhere guy, Christopher without the H. That's right. Yes, C R Istopher. Um, right. And it's interesting to see what could happen from him. So between those two, Abel and McGarry, it's not like it's a bad thing for the Phillies because the rotation's good. But I think that's what's going to happen is those guys. And um, yeah, I mean, I like McGarry's high K to nine. It's going to be a lot of just hit the damn strike zone and stop trying to challenge guys outside or make somebody, you know, chase, just throw strikes. I think he's 24 this year or plays this year at 24. Um, not that that's like do or die, but Abel's still two years younger. So, yeah, Griff will be you know. 25 in June. Okay, so he does turn it this year. Yeah. So yeah. for McGarry, this will be his like debut season at some point. And I, the only way I can see it coming out of the pen is if Phillies are just hammered and with injuries and they think he's doing really well and they don't want him to end up pitching too much so they bring him up to do that but (laughs) joe says justin crawford when you want a ground ball you've got your man and and he's he could be a babip legend you know he could be (laughs) one of the consistent babip beaters out there yeah you'd be like nolan jones they do exist. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, oh, Mike. Oh, Mike Virginia. Yeah. Are you trying to? Oh. Oh. Sorry, Mike. Uh, Joe also says McGarry can't find the mix zone. Very good. That's <laughs> McDonald's friendly. I like it. Anthony says, I'm glad to get a little painter. Isn't the best prospects in the Phillies org support from Robbie. All right. I'm, I'm, here, found a I'm here for the reality checks. <laughs> I love OBA's it. He's not giving me real ones. I never do. Everything is a fantasy in this land. It's just chaotic as hell. Nobody knows what the truth is on this show. Plus, a podcast, two L's, two Z's. All right, so. Give me two. Benjamin, let's hear your next big three for the Philadelphia Phillies. So, I have Crawford in this group to lead it off. I think he might be. I think he makes Johnny Damon look like an elite thrower from the outfield. um, Which, yeah. Oh. And and uh, oh, it's it's bad. Oh, he's a left he fielder. Takes, you don't say. Uh, and and I think he he takes about as good a route to the ball in the outfield as I used to. So wow, um, dude. But, that's, but I don't. He's I don't have twenty years old. Speed. Yeah, he's well, twenty years old. Ben so knows that as well as anybody, I, but he's got to tell it like it is. So I I picked I picked my three guys because they have an elite skill each, and Crawford's is he's just a freaking athlete. Now, athletes a lot. This system has been known for a long time to develop or to have elite athletes that turn into Dominic Brown. Um, oh, so, whoa. <laughs> son whoa. of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that one but, struck I mean, a chord, Ben. You struck a chord. Yeah, that apparently, one. I did. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's 
that's they've had that issue in their system quite a bit. Didn't um, Donald Brown have twenty seven home runs once? Didn't that really happen? He, he had he had one big year in the majors, but it was, I mean, it wasn't a career. No, I know, but I'm saying that did yeah. happen. That's a, it yeah. wasn't a candle that burnt out; it was a matchstick. Um, so, ooh, I like uh, the symbol. Ooh, you tell a story. I love it. Um, so then, my next guy is maybe one of the best OBP guys in the minor leagues, and that's William Bergala. Um, I is don't he a shortstop or much. second base, though? I I think long term he might be a second baseman. Um, I think he would be a really good one. Extremely high baseball IQ, which I heard that from somebody down in the Dominican that this kid was like a an adult playing with boys as hmm. far as his mentality on the field. He is sorry, what nowhere... was that? I'm sorry, can you yeah. oh, he's he's an an adult? <laughs> I mean he is... the Wonko ah! references. Robbie just couldn't let it go. He couldn't let it go, could he? Hey, hey, hey. I'm a thespian over here. Um, yes. So anyway, the I don't know that he's going to give you on fantasy much more than contact and OBP. Probably he'll steal 20-ish early in his career, but long-term, I don't. I think that's probably going to disappear. But that on-base ability and just the high baseball IQ, I think there's going to be a long major league career here. And then last is the one who just – you listen to the ball come off of his bat, and you're just like, holy shit. Um, and that's Tayshawn Walton. He was their fourth-round pick this year. Mm. And high school kid, outfielder, already 6'3", 225. So, I mean, he's kind of filled out quite a bit already. Um, but he, he can move. He's not immobile. But definitely that right field profile where it's a holy crap amount of power and a big arm out in the outfield. So... Ooh, wow, that's a lot of fun. I love that list. I wonder if Robbie will disagree. And just for the record, we're going to have disagreements on the show. And if you've never seen our show before, then uh, welcome to the show. Glad to have you aboard. Splotso Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah. Right? Give me two. Thank you very much. Yeah, there's, there's nothing worse than um, somebody putting out a bad idea and then one or two other people confirming said bad idea. So when ben and I do agree... <laughs> I get excited, but also I'm a little afraid that we agree. Um, what about you know, this one, I, real quick, though? Yeah, Bergola, Eckstein. <laughs> Although Eckstein was more contact and nothing else, and Bergola is going to be a uh, on base and probably not a lot else. So it does help you in a little different way. But anyway, okay. What about this then, Walton? An IMG Academy product. Something to they note, folks. So they yes. have so many. Yeah, that's they true. Have, but yeah. also because like parents are trying to get the kids to the IMG because they know that that's a tick. Like that's, you know, like there's there's various sports they can play. Uh, getting a kid to the IMG is like pay to play almost by this point. So, oh, OK. And Jewel also says in the live chat, athletes that they can't develop. Is this the Angels <laughs> East? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dude. Oh, everyone's got jokes tonight. That's great. Man. All right. Now we're turning it over to Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. Who are your next top three for the Philly system? My next top three at 37 minutes and 18 (laughs) seconds. Nailed it. Nailed it. I've got the next next coming. I've got Andrew Painter here because this is where he belongs. And if you're curious why, I know everyone's like, oh, he was going to play last year. No, he wasn't. Come on. Chill, everybody. Um, He's not in the current pool because by the end of 2025, 
there is a 0% chance he has exceeded his rookie eligibility. 0% chance. He is not pitching MLB baseball this year. Why would they? They've got Abel. They've got McGarry. They'll pick up some other turds along the way if they need them. (laughs) They're going to have to be devastated but still highly competitive to play Painter this year. So that's out. Flat out, that's out. They've got contractual obligations to five guys, assuming Abel and McGeary are worthy of rotation spots next year. They've got five guys already lined up for that rotation come 2025. So where does Painter fit in? He fits in late season next year. This doesn't take away from the skill set. What takes away from the skill set is recovering from Tommy John surgery and being exactly what you were before. And the last thing that comes back for guys like this historically has been control. So if Painter's going to be what everybody wanted him to be and not, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say Sixto Sanchez, everybody. I'm going to say Sixto. There it is. Man, we're getting some classics tonight. If you want to forget that prospects who are highly thought of really early on, also former Phillies prospect, um, you got to remember the other side of it. You can get real excited, but you got to come back from that and understand that he's probably going to be real wild or they're going to really tamp down his pro innings because they're going to go heavy on just pitching, you know, pitching to whatever, a machine, um, whatever, not in front of live hitters in games that count, which means it'll all be on 2025 for him to come back. And he hadn't pitched at AAA, right? Like he had topped out at AA. So why would everyone assume, oh, he's just going to be the guy? Uh, They're going to slow play. He's 20 years old. There's no rush and there's no gain for Philly to do it. Now, this doesn't take away from the skill set. This is just why he's next three. So chill out. And if anybody ever got in my DMs, you know, that's you know, what bring, bring it. Okay. Um, oh, hell yeah. That's cool. the next, next to you guys, uh, you know, a name pronunciation is going to be an issue. Okay. This is, um, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this. I'm excited. The, the last one's the worst one. Uh, when Hupan, then that's not the start of my sentence. That's his name. Yeah, um, nice work. W E N space H U I space pan. Um, he is a 21-year-old who signed in the 2023 J2 class and went straight to Hayball. That's Hayball. And I think with his arm, we could see him in AAA by the end of the season. He's 6'3", right? Three pitches, fastball, change-up slider, triple-digit fastball. Um, I believe, as we talked about earlier, the fastball is the most effective pitch because he throws it more than one way. Um, Mm -hmm. Complete unknown to the Dynasty folks out there right now, but I have been scooping him up like my dog's poop in the yard and putting him on my Good dynasty man. rosters. Um, because I think by mid season in any league that allows you to do like pick up prospects in season, he's just going to start getting taken. So now's the time to watch list him, get ready for next year. Cause you may have missed out depending on when your drafts are in your dynasty leagues. Uh, but I think this is a guy, a serious arm. And I mean, look at his face. He's got the, um, <laughs> who's the, who's the singer that I'm thinking of fellas. He's got that, uh, and it Bruno Mars. He's got the Bruno Mars oh. um, look to him. But like, you see how he's holding the ball? Look at the. We can do the. Do you know how hard this is? Do you know how hard it is to do this and throw? That looks like, so wild. Yeah, that's a good shot. Actually, he's got. For those that can't see yeah. this, I mean, it is. It's like hanging on by a thread between two. His what is like, ring this finger? Hurts. It is. I'm I'm doing this just for a second. This hurts, and he's doing this and and throwing at 85. Um, so there's there's some skills there. And then the final guy here is a lefty hitting uh, second, third base type 19 year old. Um, I do love myself Asian prospects, Joe. Hell and, yeah. uh, it, it's the only uh, issue I have. I also my my home league. I draft or I traded for the one one spot in that league to further get off topic because I'm I just don't want to say the name. 
Uh, I traded Jacob DeGrom and Austin Riley to get the first overall pick, which is going to be Yamamoto in my home league. Um, I kept both Otanis because it's a stupid Yahoo league and Otani's two players. So <clears throat> second wow. base, third base, lefty, 19-year-old for the Phillies, A ball, a New Zealander. New Zealand? Nikeo Puuka. Grego. Yep. I got Grego I, right. We'll Grego. have to spell it somewhere for you. Um, he missed all of 2023 with an ACL tear yep. after he had a great debut in 2022 and was starting to get the like, hey, you guys should look into this guy. Um, so Ben and my like, Puoka Grego. So P-O-U-A-K-A yeah. dash Greg O if you're looking him up. Shortstops, uh, I've got him second base, third base type. Uh, but this is the year where we'll see him <laughs> splash onto the scene as well. He Ooh. he had a really nice off season down in Australia. Um, That's right, which is close um, to his home in New Zealand. Yep, uh, but Thank I, you, geography. Yeah, it, it it from the couple of games I saw of his, he's really fun as far as an athlete. Um, but you could tell oh, that he has missed a compliment some, coming. No, he's, <laughs> he, he's he has missed some development time. He, he definitely has missed some development time. And so, I mean, like, there's just some instinctual stuff that he probably needs reps on. But otherwise, I mean, the skills are all very much there. And it's it's yeah. going to be interesting to see him get Look at his 75 glasses. to 100 games on there. Yeah, there Sorry. you go. Sorry, Ben. You're going to tell me a guy that wears those shades isn't a gamer? Clearly. <laughs> also plays for the hair. <laughs> He's got the hockey <laughs> hair going at the back. What's a thresher, by the way, guys? I think a thresher is a farming, a piece of farming equipment. Oh, well, they're called uh, the Clearwater Threshers. The single I way. Was, no, I think that's a, uh, I think it's a. Like it's something water. that maybe it could be like a trailblazer, like a thresher. You break the threshold of something. <laughs> you just brought fake news, water? everybody. Is that it's, fake news? It's got, their okay. logo is a shark. You are fake news. Oh, their logo yeah, is a shark. Okay. So, so a thresher is a shark. Sure. Yeah. Either Yay! way, I, we well, I saw Joe made a comment to say to to say just call him NPG. Um, n- I refuse to do that. And on the show over the weekend, <laughs> I heard you fellas calling Nolan Jones no Joe, and that is a no go from me. Uh, or a no dog. <laughs> Fresher is a shark. Okay, I bet my son would have known that. You know, and it jumped. Okay. Long tail yeah. shark. Wait, what did we do on the last show? You didn't like. You called Nolan Jones, referred to him as No Joe, and I didn't me, say that, that though. No That's Joe. probably Mike Virginia. I heard it, I believe, from more than one. I think there were nine people on that that uh, episode. I think I heard it from. <laughs> anyway, nine I heard it, and I was like, I, "You can't do it. You can't do that, guys. You can't abbreviate everybody." No, we can't abbreviate everybody, and not everybody who has a last name Rodriguez should be Rod. You know, we can move on. We got to yeah, get more creative. Too many. Right? Oh, look who's here. What's up, Jimmy? My main man in Delaware. What's up? He says, Thresher's French fries. I'm not familiar with those. Are those shark fries? Is that a brand or is that like a truck? They're they're well known for their concessions, but especially their fries. It's kind of like the, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever gone to, um, to Pittsburgh Stadium. And yeah, three, uh, well, it used I, to be three rivers. Yeah. Well, yeah, it had the fries there. That's mm, I've not been to uh, PNC Park yet. I really want to go though. Yeah. PN, PNC is probably my number one park of the ones I've been to. I've been to <laughs> just a hair over half of them. 
but no shit. Wow, that's great. Nice work, Ben. So I mean, it's it's a it's a very 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 tasty fry. It's like crab. There's supposed to be crab salt type of stuff on. Sorry, them. where is this? At PNC, PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Pit. Oh, okay. Same place we get Permanti Brothers uh, sandwiches. Delicious. Permanti Brothers. Yep. Maybe that's where the Palazzo meetup should be this summer, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no problem for Ben. He's going to drive ballpark. 10, 12 hours. No problem. I'm going to drive said, 10, 12 hours anywhere. So, you know. As so I said, I'll go wherever as long as they sell old, non rusted out trucks and I can also <laughs> fix the truck while I'm there for this road trip. I will, I will do that. Can't do it. Okay. Well, hey, I hope that all made sense to you guys. That was really helpful, you yeah. guys. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... Inside jokes. I hope i be a part of one someday. <laughs> you're listening to the Palazzo Podcast. If you've got some noodles in the water on your stove, now's a great time to check if they're overcooked. Me, myself, I prefer al dente. More pointless commercials are up next, right here on the Palazzo Podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, ben, uh, any other Phillies we didn't discuss that you'd just like to mention beyond the next top three? Oh, man. This this is a fun system. Uh, yeah, but one guy, one, one guy that I really want to mention just because uh, he's, he's a f- former gopher um, is oh. George Clausen. Um, Clausen was a guy who he showed up big in the, the, uh, the pre-draft workout camp thing that they do. Uh, that Major League Baseball does now, uh, throwing, uh, well, I think he had the highest velocity fastball. I think they clocked him at 99 or something, but he's a guy who can legit do 100 plus and with a hard, hard, he has two kinds of sliders. He has a sweeper slider and then he throws a hard slider that comes in all the way up to like 91. So it's, it's a body. really, I think he, I think he's probably a, yeah, he's a skinny guy, but I think he's probably going to be a reliever. But it's still, it's it's fun stuff to watch. And there he know, is like wearing his Gophers gear too. 
Yep. Former golfer. So I always love that. So George Clausen. All right. Anybody else? Yeah. Yeah. The one that, the one that we're not mentioning because it's not, it's not going to work out how everybody hopes it is, is, uh, Orin Kierking, Kirk ring. Orion. The pitcher is going to be the Orion. Orion. Sorry. I'm yeah. not big on Everyone. the names. Um, Look at that guy. <laughs> you don't love this guy. Look at him. It's not about what I do or don't love about him. It's that I think everyone's like, this is the next Phillies closer. And we've seen it enough already where teams aren't automatically going to do that. Uh, you know, Ben Joyce is another, you know, angel guy that um, it's oh. possible. But but we're going to be more disappointed, I think, if we're like, that's my guy for closes. You need to understand, mm-hmm. like, Jeff Hoffman is there, and Hoffman has settled in <laughs> as a relief pitcher. Instead Hoffman. of being like a top 10 drafted guy that like slid, you know, he was once a guy, like it took forever for Hoffman to like find his MLB role, but I think he's kind of found it. Not that he's going to be a closer, but like he's in that mix, right? Soto's there. He's in that mix. Uh, Jose Alvarado is in that mix. And why would you just give it to a guy with the least level of experience? I think although like you know, Soto came from Detroit, that's right. So he doesn't have World Series experience, but Alvarado does. And you don't need to just hand it to the guy, right? It could be committee yeah. job too. So I think he's going to frustrate fantasy owners, but I mean, skill set, obviously. Yeah. He's going to strike, you know, strike guys out. Um, that That's the one I just wanted to like, make sure people don't get too excited about, um, oh. but they are. it's too late really. Right. Cause as soon as he was in late? the draft, people were like, this is a guy. Yeah. Every, he's owned people. People picked him up or they are in the midst of picking him up. And I think you're doing it. You could get yourself another, quality pitcher who could actually be a starter in right now and you know before what's his nuts has 15 saves that starter you could have drafted could have five pro starts and have helped your fantasy team more no anthony is a big onion ring fan i like him better that's great that's great i can't believe none of us saw that because all three of us love onion rings i assume Uh, i like him better as a reliever than oh robbie's shaking his head no i like it better as a reliever than starter as well but i feel like he needs to get that opportunity to see if he could be a number three type in rotation Ben, and no no he's he's a two-pitch guy but i mean they're two really good pitches but he's a two-pitch guy um and in fact stop encouraging this joe Go ahead. So, Joe, it's Dodge. <laughs> no! So, it's Chevy. <laughs> and then okay, it's so one more guy because I believe somewhere back when we first started in on Phillies, Britton mentioned him. Um, so, Carlos De La Cruz, two years ago, was an AFL guy. And he is, he's six foot eight. Um, I think I have more weight in my left leg than he does. Um, so, I mean, it, but. When he does actually whip that body all together at the same direction, he really can produce some power. The problem is he makes Richie Sexton look really disciplined at the plate. So that's um, putting him mild. I, I, I just I don't see it happening for him. I think he's getting a lot of plug because he's in the upper minors at this point and he's hitting home runs. But like I said, when he puts it all together just right, the ball flies off his bat, but it's just he's going to miss it so stinking much. Major League pitchers are going to just completely destroy him. Hmm. Okay. Uh, is that how you feel, Robbie? Sure. Like, what do I care? Was, really? Are you sad that people <laughs> are ripping on trucks in the chat here? No, no. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about the truck chat. All right. You I'm just don't want to talk about onion ring kirkering anymore. Uh, no, no, I do also, like I like the name Onion Ring. I prefer that. Um, I also do like also, Onion Ring. 
I have you do like them. Okay, cuz I do. It's obvious to me that Anthony missed an opportunity. Uh Orion Kirkering is clearly yeah. onion ring cock onion ring. ring. Yeah, there's no there's there no you. way we, we That was so obvious. Yeah. So <laughs> obvious yeah. nobody uh, thought of it, but that's what I bring to the show, folks. Mike go via your service. Bottle by S2L. Utah. Y'all need to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Christian. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to go to church. It's been a while. Uh, at least you need to go to synagogue, <laughs> check in with my uh, tribe. Alrighty, that's the Phillies system. We've done two. Utah, we give me two. Utah. We've done the Phillies. Give me two. We started with the Brewers, and now we're gonna close up shop on this episode with the San Diego Padres. As always, we'll give you our top three Padres. The Friars, who have made a lot of moves, Ben, over the last few years where they've sent off prospects. Do they have anybody left for your top three? Oh, they ha- they this is for the amount of trades they've done, they have a surprisingly deep system and no none of them were acquired in the uh the Juan Soto deal for me um so you will not hear of anybody that was acquired in that deal from me tonight Um, but I do think they have a large depth of pitching and they added to it with that deal um but we're going to start with a non-pitcher and that's Jackson Merrill um I think he's already in spring training taking reps out in the outfield i think they want to get him up to the majors as soon as possible and that would be the way to fit it because right now i mean they're moving moving xander bogarts to second base because they have so many stinking infielders so i mean they're yeah i don't think there's going to be room for jackson merrill to play shortstop and he has no shortstop well i think but not to get off the prospects they're correcting the error of three years ago and not like when they didn't give Kim the shortstop job because they still thought Tatis could do it, but then it turned out that yeah. he was a cheater. Um, <laughs> they're now giving Kim what he should have had from day one when he signed the, the five year, yeah. $25 million contract. Wow. And I'm still pissed that I traded him to you, Govier, in the two be named later league for. I Brady know. Stinger. I can't. Boy, I was a desperate man too. And somehow I came out ahead in the end. That's dynasty like, baseball for you, yeah, folks. Yeah, exactly. I had a plethora of shortstop type options, and I thought Kim is not going to do it, but I do want a starting pitcher. And uh, yeah, I mean, we got to play the games, but so far that trade has been hands down to you. Well, I mean, so. <laughs> okay, thank you, Robbie. Well, I'll just take anyway. That clears up the Padres. The Padres is what. Yeah, that no. Padres. Kim's job. Kim's job. So then, uh, my other two to me are two of the best pitching prospects in the game, and that's Whoa. Robbie Snelling. Um, Robbie Selling, I think really high floor guy as a lefty, as in like, he's a, probably a mid rotation talent right now. And the, he's got the ability to add to that. He's still developing his pitch feel and things. I think he could potentially, he knows how to shape a fastball. His issue is more get when he comes with dis- different shapes right now, it's got a pretty strong tell. You can see in his hand that he's coming with a different shape. Mm-hmm. And all that takes is just a little bit of work. And how do I make sure that it looks the same coming out of the hand every single time? I really think he's a an elite lefty. Um, I would put him maybe second in the minors among lefties. Um, wow, dude. That's high praise. Wow, dude. To, to just Tiedemann. Tiedemann's the only guy ahead of him, in my opinion, right now. But that's... Whole other podcast. Um, and then the last guy is the last guy is Dylan Lesko. And 
uh, for my top three. It, and ask, let's go. Remember those dumb yeah. commercials? Oh my let's god, let's go, let's go. If the guy with a question mark Riddler J. Oh, know. that's all I can think no, of. Ben, when I hear that, I hear let's go. The, when he was coming out of high school, before he ended up popping his elbow in high school, oh. and uh, coming out when he was being discussed coming into that year, there were people throwing people throwing around eighty grades on his changeup as a high schooler. And while I don't think you know, I think that's hyperbole. A kid as a high schooler who has really good feel on a change. That's an excellent starting spot. And, I mean, I think right now he's easily got three-plus pitches. It's just Ooh. a matter of, you know, it'd be good to see a fourth something, you know, that moves. I mean, he's got a strong curve to go with his change in his fastball. I think if he had something that moved a little bit left to right or right to left, which, you know, moved moved horizontally and not vertically like the going left does. to right live on your radio dial yeah i was gonna say there's a football analogy there uh, but you know that's i i think that's really the one thing he's missing right now as a potential developing into an ace type of pitcher is he needs that thing that moves side to side but that's those are my three for the top guys Fabulous. Nice work, Benjamin. Here on the Plotso Podcast, two L's, two Utah. Follow Give Ben on Twitter, Big Gentle Ben, so you can get more of this type of stuff. I mean, that's, I know, Ben, I know what you're about and how much you have an eye for these guys. You're good. You're real good. That's why I love doing the show with you. And we're lucky to have Ben here on the Plotso Podcast. But I do remember when the draft happened, and we, I remember you and I talking about Lesko in that moment. And now here we are, and we're one step closer to, you know, him finally starting to move into actually pitching enough where he can make a difference. And that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And I think Robbie will have a differing list for his top three Padres. I do. But I, as soon as you said, uh, let's go, this is, I can't get this out of my head. I probably won't pick up. I apologize, but this is trick daddy. Trick daddy. Let's go. I don't let remember that one. Know, let me know. Anyway, we couldn't so hear that at all. By the way, we couldn't yeah, hear that okay. at all. Well, early two thousands. Uh, look it Wait, up what, on YouTube. What's song? What's Trick Daddy song? Uh, I remember Let, taking to the let's house. Let's go. It's taking to the house. Um, so when I lived in Michigan and uh, in Gaylord, um, that was Ooh, Trick Daddy. Beautiful thing. Gaylord. But it's Little John um, and Twista. Let's go official, yeah. and it's a remix, and it's explicit lyrics. So I paused it. Um, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. Whoa! Just wait till 16 seconds. I Is wish he was on my list now. I just start playing songs. I don't know. I... Yeah, I mean, what? I remember this song. Yeah, yeah. The good I remember jam. having good the Sony, the Sony Explode uh, six by nine speakers and the 12 inch bass. <laughs> Sony of Explode of the 92 <laughs> Volkswagen Golf diesel. Oh yeah. Anyway, hey, I um, kept it short enough. We didn't get kicked off YouTube. That's a good perfect. reference, Robbie. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I've delayed enough. So at, at 59 minutes, I'm going to reset my timer here. And <laughs> I'm going to wait till the 10 second marker. I've got Robbie Snelling as my number one. I think he is. I, I agree with you, Ben. I love him. Um, I think this is the guy. Uh, they were OK to, you know, be a, a trader hater. And they made this one go. Um, I like it. And. We're going to see him in the rotation at the very end, uh, I th I'm guessing. But um, if he keeps the progression up, he needs to pitch to less contact. 
without losing the K to nine, uh, I was looking at the, what is it? MLB.com has the geo slash whatever. Like it's the ground ball outs to fly ball outs, their ratio. Mm-hmm. It, I, I hadn't really like paid attention to that before as far as like one being even like 50% fly ball, 50% ground. And then when it goes over and under anyway, um, he's a fly ball pitcher. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. And he needs to be less fly ball pitcher and more ground ball pitcher. Jackson Merrill's the number two to me. That's, that's the guy, like you said, Ben, you nailed it. Um, they want to get his bat up. They want to get him up as you know a player within the system. There's a guy in the next three who I think could be a blocker, but at the same time, he doesn't have the hype. So I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, and then I did go with is this real? Is this real, Salas. Robbie? Are you about to what? do this? What? Yeah, I am. I'm. I'm doing Ethan Salas, and I've got oh, a full no. explanation. A full wow. explanation. I can't. Wow, dude! A catcher in your now. top three. Holy Hear me cow! Now or regret this later. If you <laughs> roster Salas, trade him by this June. He is at his dynasty peak right now. People are drooling over this stupid catcher. And I don't mean he is stupid. I mean the fact that he's going to be a catcher. So you're not going to see 550 at-bats year after year after year. You're not going to see all this amazing production. Um, what is the most scary guy I can relate to this? Um, oh, hmm. What's his Good nuts question. from the Yankees? What's He just signed with Milwaukee. Um, oh, uh... oh, my God. I don't know. Monster of a man. Come on. Bombs for days. Uh, Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez. Thank you. Couldn't catch, but he could hit. He could hit ding dongs. Ethan Salas could end up being as useful. And I don't mean that as an insult to uh, Sanchez. He had his peak and then he did not. He did not get to adjust as he was supposed to. He had Um, multiple years that were very good years for a catcher in fantasy. And and everyone paid heavy prices to have him. Ethan Salas as a prospect will peak this year because you can't get any higher than after signing, ending up in double A. It's amazing. There were three guys um, that San Diego moved along with, or sorry, him and two other guys that all kind of moved together this past year that look like possibly a next core of MLBers. But as far as fantasy goes, Salas is a sell, but he is highly regarded and you can't ignore that for fantasy. Mm -hmm. Um, I would absolutely move him. I didn't get him last year. I didn't want to waste my time with him. Um, but of those who did, I, I would highly suggest you look for a pitcher you like, you look for a position player you like, highly touted guys also, and some moron is going to trade you both of those guys for a catcher. Okay? Yeah, maybe uh, you'll be a moron who trades Isong Kim for Brady Singer. You never know. I mean, they're out there, those guys. <laughs> Uh, for nah, the record, I'm horrible in that league, and Robbie has a much better record overall. You made the playoffs and long, last year. I did, you but you have a long track record of almost winning many times. Gary Sanchez. Thank you, Anthony. All right. So, Ben, let's get to your next top three San Diego Padres prospects. Okay. Well, we've already talked about the only hitter I have in there, and that's Salas. Um, I still think just watching him uh, both when he first got to high A and then in double A, he really struggles with good breaking stuff right now at the plate. And that's, I mean, when he gets a hold of it, you can tell he's got legit plus power in there. Right. I think that bat, and, and the thing is, a lot of really good catching prospects take two to three years in the like high A, double A realm mm-hmm. to figure out how to catch. Right. And he already has that. And it's freaking amazing how well he has that already. Mm. behind the plate 
at the plate, there's a huge, huge difference there. And that's, I'm not, the raw talent could be there, but I think he's got a lot more work to do at the plate than folks want to give credit to right now. But I, I can see why a lot of people have him high. To me right now, he's one of those guys tremendously better as a real-life prospect than a fantasy prospect for right now. For because right now. You, just, you just don't know how that bat's going to turn out. Um, then I have two arms. And Jairo Iriarte is nice. my first one. $75,000 bonus guy out of the Latin, in the Latin market and just two above average uh, breakers and a really nasty fastball. It's, it's rare. You get to say a fastball is nasty. And I think I've seen a lot of like, a lot of times it's only getting like a 55 grade. This is a pitch that, yeah, it's not coming out of there at 98, but when it comes to the plate, like, I don't know what he's doing because he's not, it's not like he's six foot eight or he's five foot eight. You know, he's just kind of a normal height sort of guy. He doesn't have a crazy arm angle, anything like that. But it's like hitters have no freaking clue that fastball is coming on him the way it is. It's like <laughs> it just explodes at him because it gets by him a lot for a 95 mile an hour fastball. Here? Oh, we... you're still here. You're still think... here. Hi. Yeah, I think, I think Ben's frozen. I think. Oh no! I think the catcher talk. Oh, he's back. Him. I hear his voice. Yeah, there he yeah. is. That was this uh, glitch of the matrix. Everything's fine. It's it's a Dakota thing. Um, and speaking <laughs> of, sure. Speaking of the Dakota? third guy, I'm going to mention is a former South Dakota State University Jackrabbit Jack baseball Rabbits. player that went to the University of Iowa to get himself drafted. And seriously, this this is a guy, Adam Mazur, and. Ooh. Five five pitch mix, I I just I everything to me is at least average, if not above average. I could I could see putting a fifty five on every pitch, and control is there too. I just I really think this guy is a future mid rotation guy that's going to just swallow up a ton of innings for somebody, and you know he'll give you it'll probably end up being league average type of production you know it might be a his great years are going to maybe be a 330 with a 110 but that's freaking useful when you get it and if nothing else when he's 370 and 125 that's going to give you innings on your fantasy team i mean i don't i don't think he's going to be a guy who's a up and down up and down sort of guy who puts gives you really great results one year and crappy the next year so okay Oh, I love it, man. I like it. We got a Dakota representation on today's yeah. show. For those who don't know, Ben is always repping the Dakotas. Uh, do you have equal love for both Dakotas, or are you more partial to your own uh, South Dakota? I am, I'm definitely more partial to South Dakota, but, you know, I, I still like to find out guys that come from North Dakota. There's so. only two, uh, right? There's only two states that can have this conversation, the Carolinas and the Dakotas, right? Nobody yeah. else has a twin or a Maybe not a twin, but a brother, a sister, a sibling state. Uh, anyways, nobody cares about this, go VH. So Ben gave us our top three, <laughs> and he gave us the next Early, big next three. three. So, Robbie, give us your next big three Padre prospects. We're here at 107.22. Yeah, I've got uh, Jacob Marseille <laughs> leading off with that. Um, I think this is possibly the Jackson-Merrill competition for at-bats, although Merrill... I. 
you know, hands down gets the edge. Um, Marseille's had the video game numbers. Um, I'm excited to see the AAA debut first and foremost, but 250 at bats into it because he is so good with the OBP and the stolen bases. I think even if the average is down, he's going to look like he's ready to rock and or roll. Um, he's got the two finger salute <laughs> and party every day. Yep. Um, he was part of the San Antonio missions. Now, what do we think that do we want to just go off base on what we think that means? Anyone want religious undertones for 300, please, Alex? It, That's it Ben's is. territory. I don't yes. think I know. There we go. It is. That's it's the Padres. Yeah, oh, the Padres the are religious. Yeah. Are religious oh. undertone. So, like Friar yeah. Tuck. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So back to the the baseball player who's twenty two years old and an outfielder who was drafted in twenty twenty two in the sixth round. Um, I think we're going to see him go right to AAA, and there is very uh, sparse depth to put it mildly with San Diego in the outfield right now. That's putting him mildly. So, it, it, I'm picking up on the quotes you're putting down. Um, <laughs> so I think that's a safe bet that we'll see him this year, unless like the wheels fall off and he does one of those Pedro Leon. Oh no, I can't hit these. Pictures. Oh man. So, okay. Yeah, I, it, just again, always trying to remind people of the failure rate. It is Marcy was the uh, AFL darling, right? Or no. Uh, is that your next guy? No, he I don't was, know. but he wasn't. I mean, okay. Marcy did Marcy did well in the FL, but he had a hell of a year this last year before that. Oh, I forgot the Virginias. I'm sorry, everybody, West Virginia no, and Virginia. Dude. Sorry, man. I'm a, Aren't there oh. two New Yorks? Meet Virginia. Okay, <laughs> there well. is. Yeah, don't forget the I New mean, States. Not, <laughs> technically, there's not two New Yorks, but you're right. There really is well, a major difference City, between and then there's everything else and, that's in New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Albany, the the Finger Lakes up in beautiful northern New York. It's a lovely, scenic, one beautiful. It's just so beautiful in the fall. Go see the Finger Lakes in New York. It's great. All right, sorry, Robbie. No, that's fine. I, nothing is better than going horribly off topic um, for people that are listening. <laughs> well, that's where original show legend. Back, it is what brings you back to the podcast. You know, it is the, original it is. show master Chris Deary. He he got married in the Finger Lakes in New York, so. Shout out to him and Christina back in 2018. That was a good time. Also, uh, I upset his wife because I was kind of like just coming out of my opioid, you know, binge of several years during that time. <laughs> I came to the oh, my no. hair was so long. I was starting to get a ponytail. I'm not even kidding, and I I didn't mean any offense by it. I was just horribly depressed. So I I'm sorry, Christina. If you hear this, please know that well, I the way did not that you mean looked. Well, like I was in the, the wedding party. The yeah. Oh, okay. I was so in the, like the yeah. picture. Yeah, yeah, I did that so. for a buddy, Adam, in, in uh, uh, Calgary. I went back, and I just didn't look myself once upon a time. But that's okay. My my biggest concern when I got out there was drinking. And I know he's like, we're getting married. You know, I'm getting married. And I'm like, can we go hit up, um, you know, whatever random uh, bar there was that was there. Back alley. That was the big one in Calgary. Oh, anywho, Graham Pauly is the next Graham guy Pauly! that I've got here. Uh, AFL Darling. Third baseman, AFL yep. Darling. Yeah, 2022, 13th round pick, 300 hitter. He. This is my fun part with him, though. He's moving with Salas. I think he's part of the future core. Now, if they can find some moron that's willing to take on Manny Machado, because if, like, not that Machado's a bad player, but they would love to probably move on from that contract. It was a good idea at the time, yeah. um, but it's going to hinder them in the in the future. If they can find it, they they got a guy who can go three three base. If not, they got a two base guy that's the technically that's how you're supposed to say it um and this is just someone that's part of the future with with santiago and then the last guy and again like 
I can't two, believe this. Two guys in the same organization. Unreal. So, JD Gonzalez, a catcher, eighteen-year-old, with San Diego. Uh, wow. He was the third round pick in 2023. He doesn't have a debut, yeah. but he does have video you can watch, which is not associated with numbers. But I like to do the scouting with Les Yeux, which is French for my eyes. Um, lefty catcher, high exit velo. That's the only numbers you get is high exit velos. Um, honestly, guys, like, what do you want from me? You know, I'm like Wander. I like him young, and I know it's wrong. But oh, this is a guy. God. This is a guy in the system. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Y'all need Jesus! Again! Yes. Robbie, you're going to church this weekend. You need to go into, as OJ once said, you need to go into a rehab. He was doing too much coke, Pedro Guerrero. I didn't want to go with Thorpe or Let's Go, just because I figured Ben would do the right thing and talk about those guys. So I wanted to go something different. I know Samuel... Uh, Zavala is a, a you know yeah. blast from the past, you know last off season uh, that people were excited about. Randy Vasquez, uh, the Yankee guy, I, I liked him. I thought he was over fifty innings, so I kind of ignored that fact. But I, I realized, you know, whatever a few days ago that he was under. But he's just your SP four five. He's not going to be the dynasty. He could grow into like a useful guy over the course of several years. Um, sure. The, but again, like uh, we're talking about ceiling type guys, you know, like I'm that's where I'm going with with those guys. Uh, yeah. Anywho. Yeah. And I think they've got two guys. One thing to say on Pauly, I love that you brought him up. He's another one. He has been taking some outfield reps. He and Merrill have both been taking outfield reps, which could be very interesting for how quickly they move him up the system. Right. Um, what is their bench? Like, what is their organizational depth? I just remember looking before I did all this and I was like, God, it, like, it's thin. Like, it's like triple or whatever, quadruple yeah. A types. I'll look. They are completely plugged up the middle. Catcher, shortstop, second base, pretty much all levels, which is, it makes a lot of sense. Now, what I will say is also at center field they are, and that's who I was going to bring up is Dylan Head was their mm. first round pick this last year. And I'm a big fan i but i don't i think he's like a cj abrams type i think he's a high speed high contact type of guy that Mm -hmm. probably isn't going to get you much for power but holy crap can he track a ball down in the outfield and he lightning fast so i i like him for that reason and then of course they also have the top international guy this last year or this this past month um in leotis devries so Right. Ooh, is uh, it related to Jared DeVries for nah, no. Lions uh, lineman, defensive lineman? No, pretty sure I think not. it's actually oh. former NHL or Greg DeVries. I think that's. Oh! A- <laughs> Welcome I- to hell, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> that's what it would be like if you're like, Welcome to the Padres. Uh, yeah, catchers, welcome to their outfield. Mean, are we in an alternate reality? This show's blowing my mind, man. It is. So here's here's the thing. So you only have Fernando Tatis Jr. with a guaranteed job in the Padres system for outfielders. You got okay. Profar, you got Azucar, you've got Oscar Mercado. Come on. Cal Mitchell, please. Oscar Mercado. Uh, and then you got to go way down to yeah. all those guys that Ben talked about who are taking outfield reps. Uh, Ornelas is there. Bryce Johnson, who actually is a, as an older guy, he's not going to get the opportunity, but um, he would, he well, would not be the worst there. guy ever. 
the new Homer yeah. Bush. The new yeah, young Homer Bush. Bush. Well, he is. Yeah, he, I mean, he's Homer Bush's son, you know, but. Oh, Cal Mitchell was fun in Pittsburgh for a minute. I was kind of excited about him for like two weeks, a couple years ago. Well, and, and that's that's the thing here. You've got bits and bobs of potential, but you don't have someone bits who's likely to get serious at bats. <laughs> and they're going to get to ride through a cold streak of 20, you know, 0 for 20 streak. They're going to get benched, which is why it's going to end up being like embarrassing with that outfield. But I, I do th- I do think you're gonna see Marzi, Polly, you're gonna see some of these guys get a chance this year just because that outfield is going to be so bad around Tatis. They're just they're gonna have to bring something up to you know not yeah, have the I agree. And the that's assuming Tatis doesn't test positive again. Well, you know, cheater, let's always never that. forget. Oh, I don't think anybody's <laughs> forgotten that. Uh but they, he is becoming a first-round pick in redraft this year, so he's back on the scene. Everyone's buying in on Tatis. Absolutely. You can't be the yeah. one who misses out, right? <laughs> FOMO, he's got dude. the dynasty stock. Yeah, he's got the dynasty stock as well. But I always try to remind people, like, it's great that he's got the talent, but he needs the at-bats. You know, I, like he's... I think that's one of the reasons that OJ was, you know upset about Pedro Guerrero because he was having FOMO. He didn't get to be with Pedro kicking it. They were having a good time and he got left out of the party. You know? We've been doing drugs for two days with Pedro Guerrero. Yeah, so it was, man, I understand. What I is that it. from? That's an old phone call that's from like before he became a murderer. Late 80s, oh, early okay. 90s. His girlfriend was doing drugs with Pedro Guerrero for too long and OJ was jealous, so he called up and oh, said, wow. We've been doing drugs for two days with Pedro Guerrero. Yeah, that's a real call. That's a real <laughs> It's a real 911 call, man. I mean, that guy, poor guy. CTE's a hell of a deal. I'm not excusing his murders, but... Uh. Your skills at, at the clips and things, I mean, they... Like yeah. an unsung hero. Because but. it took me over a year to figure out where in the hell the Cinema 9 podcast intro music came from. And oh, I'm you like, found oh it. Oh, my God. That's Tropic Thunder. Jeez. That's right. I, I, I was like, did you sing this? It's, it doesn't sound like you. You've got the, like, in a, you know, uh, a good way, you've got the Weird Al vibes. Yeah, but, you've told me that um, before. It's uh, Yuri yeah. Wong, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Yuri Wong on YouTube. Everybody give him a follow. He made that song where he oh, basically, okay. yeah, he does all kinds of movie-related uh, jams. And if you've ever heard Cinema yeah, 9, if you've never seen cool. it, we do an intro song where he basically is sampling Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. Me, I know who I am. So it's really good stuff. Yuri Wong. Good job, Yuri. I'm only on this podcast hoping to get back onto Cinema 9. Oh, you're in the rotation. Don't worry. I got you. (laughs) I'm I'm just waiting. I watched the Sandlot today with my son. So we played. Whatever you're doing a baseball movie. Sandlot. No, I want to do a chef movie. I want to do a chef. I want to do Burnt. That would be. That's my. Yeah, I I would like to do Burnt. That sounds good. As long as we're not doing Chef the movie. I don't want to do Chef. No, no, no. John Favreau? Didn't like no, that one. It, I thought... Uh, it's just cliche on cliche on cliche. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. So we already know the answer to that. You're going into a rehab. Okay, uh, anybody else <laughs> in the Padre no. system we didn't mention, Ben? I No, actually, I, like I said, I mentioned the two out... You know, or actually, Robbie mentioned Zavala. Zavala and Dylan Head, to me, are two guys that you definitely should know because they're the type of guys that the way the Padres push guys, it wouldn't surprise me if they're looking at double a time this next year oh, so okay. they're good they're you know if they, if they if they ball out in in a ball they're 
the Padres have no issue pushing a guy up because then he looks more attractive to trade. Um, I'm not so sure that it does great things for their development, Robert Hassel, but you know, that's, that's a thing that they do. So, um, two guys we didn't mention, we typically haven't done this with international free agents, but Yuki Matsui, I didn't even consider the oh, lefty. Yeah. Um, he's just going to be a setup guy. I mean, he might have a handful of closes and if, if things break wrong, then maybe he will be the closer. I know that's not the plan. <clears throat> and then 25 year old who's the go who also came over. I think he was KB. Yeah, he was KBO and the other was, uh, uh, Japan. Um, Matsui was Japan, but yeah, Wusako, same idea, but less hype. 25 year old righty. Um, not, not a prospect, but the most interesting guy I think with the Padres is Luis Patino, who is back. He, oh, he, no. was, he was on waivers, went to the White Sox. People are like, oh, this could be a potential starter for this team that's looking to recoup, uh, re- recoup, do something with innings. And then they let him go. And, and the Padres said, no, 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 you come back here to die, son. So he's Who back with the Padres. Man? Yeah. And I would love to see something positive happen with him. Um, but I don't I don't know there uh, about Chef being better than Burnt if you're watching. No way. Sorry, Anthony. Can't do it. I can't. I can't commit to that. I already know how I feel about that one. I don't even need to rehash it to know. Can't do it. But a- anyway, so that's that's one that I'm I'm interested. In. And then both the both those those dudes um, are less interesting to me. Really, start a season. Randy Vasquez could have the most prospect value if Merrill gets sent down, and then he's going to be interesting because why would you take him out of the rotation? That's my big thing. Why? No. What's you know? Because did Brito was he the other guy that came over in that trade? Jorge Brito. Brito did. Yeah, Brito. Yeah, it's uh, one of those two. Right? Socrates and then, Brito and, and Drew Thorpe. Um, Drew Thorpe's probably not that guy, but yeah, Yanni um, Brito. B R I T O. Yeah. He's, he's not a prospect anymore. Johnny. He's, it's Johnny. One of those two, yeah, it's one of those two SP five. And if it is Vasquez, then I really like his odds of sticking all year. That's what I wanted to say. That was the Trent Grisham trade. You, you, that's what you're referring to. Yes. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah. Grisham was obviously the headliner in that deal. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. So you, here's, here's what I will what talking about. Yeah. This one. I mean, time. Michael King was Michael King. I will say is is the guy that they acquired. He's obviously not a prospect anymore. But um, for those of you who are stacking your season and hoping that Michael King is your savior now, <laughs> um, on King, <laughs> stacking on King, you know, um, if if you are hoping that Michael King is going to give you legit fantasy starter value, that's like anything more than a six five or a six in your fantasy rotation, you're in for a bad experience. I've got some NFTs you would love to buy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Remember those? Oh, I so here, here's a guy that um, could see some time, and there's a reason I want to see him, and that's Matt Waldron. Yeah. Um, Matt Waldron throws a knuckleball. Um, not, But he's not a knuckleballer. That's his changeup. I mean, instead of a changeup, Matt Waldron throws a knuckleball. And it, I mean, it's, it's, that's the way it used to be. Um, Have you guys ever thrown guys... ten? Have you ever tried to throw ten knuckleballs? No, it, I it hurts. It, yeah. it hurts. Hurts to throw. It's like playing balls. guitar. You got to build up calluses. I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the push. Does. The push you've got to have on that is sick. So if that's a pitch he can do amongst his others, he's a talented pitcher. Hmm. Feel bad okay. for his catcher though. 
<laughs> yeah. Always a difficult job, no doubt about it. All right, gents. Uh, are we good? Do we do it? Do we do a good job today? <clears throat> we did. We did the best job. Yes. And everyone's better for it. All right. <laughs> good job on us. We, we gave everyone their money's worth. Oh, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and a friendly reminder that not only is this podcast free, so is the Discord, which you should ch- sign up <laughs> yes. for. And I will look at it. Um, Utah. Others will participate. <laughs> I will look at it. True. Next week's yeah. Tampa Bay. I've already got this info ready. It's like I prepped. Tampa Bay, Minnesota, San Francisco. Those are the three. That is going to be a really fun and then San Francisco. Um, but it's going to be oh. two systems that I really, really like. And then I'm San Francisco. And Joe's, Joe's not going to like me just because, you know, I can. But he also knows that I covered San Francisco when I was working with Joe for a little while. And uh, hmm. I wrote up the giant system. I love a lot of the players that they currently have that are making their way to the majors. But their development has not been good to say the least so well it's, yeah. it's but not a matter of i don't like the players yeah. right like, as no, a teaser as a teaser they do have the next otani just a teaser <laughs> Go Tigers. Uh, scott harris current head man of the tigers came from the giants <laughs> multiple they're, they're, otanis they're, on one team yeah Tune in to find out. Two, yeah, yeah i was gonna say there's two Tune guys oh that's a great teaser that's a gr- oh i cry myself to sleep every night says joe oh poor joe, joe. Joe, if you need help, uh, call somebody. Not us, of course. We're too busy. But, busy. you know, we'd love, well. you know, Joe is the best. Thanks for being in the live chat. We had Anthony up in here. We had a good crew. We love you guys make the show. It takes it in new directions because you guys can literally change the direction of the show with one comment. You never know it'll take you. There's this many left. This many. That's it? This many three and threes. Yeah. Wow. Is this one. Then we've got Pittsburgh, Seattle, Toronto. Then it's St. Louis, Texas, Washington. And then we're done. <laughs> Our old pal uh, Ty jumping in said, they have guys with the elite ability to have Tommy John. How do I draft them? <laughs> I'll text well, I mean, you the answer. There you go. Oh, how about that? Exclusive access Ooh. to Robbie's phone available on our Patreon. No, that's false advertising. <laughs> that is not available. Uh, that's my phone's $3 available, a month. It's $3 yeah, a month. it's a little more than three. It's three dollars per minute. But make sure you guys check out <laughs> all the previous. Calls. Yeah, that might be for something else. Make sure you check out the other episodes we've done. Like I said, uh, we've done a few of these. It's our third year doing it. We really like the series. We've really honed it, and I'm glad that we stayed on schedule too. So we're doing well, and I'm excited to talk next week with the guys, Robbie and Ben. And soon enough, once the season gets rolling, you know, we'll be talking eventually about the MLB draft coming up this summer. We got a lot of fun dynasty and prospect stuff, but before we ever get to that, we still got to get to opening day and prospects. You know, I think these shows do help for those of you that are redraft players. We're giving you guys current top prospects who could make an impact this year. And you never know one of those top three next big three will jump in and make an impact. I mean, it does happen, right? Yeah. We had a lot of them last year that I had to, chop off i was looking at last year's list actually recently and i had to chop off a lot of the guys because it's like oh well that guy in the next three actually made it all the way up to the majors and did really well so i guess can't really talk about him anymore 
That's not a bad idea for a show. When we're done with these, maybe we take a look back and see what we said and kind of check in to where players moved to and maybe players that didn't quite move as quickly as we thought. We got all kinds of yeah. ideas here on the Palazzo Podcast, and that's Robbie Baseball, Big Gentle Ben. I'm MJ Govier on Twitter. Of course, Palazzo Podcast, two L's, Utah. two Z's. Give me two. Discord's in the description, totally free. Come on in there. And uh, if you're watching live, we'll be back. I'll be back on Wednesday. I'm going to have Russell Withers on, who's uh, armchairroto.com. Is what he's known for. He's a great player, really sharp dude, more of a redraft guy, but he also loves Dynasty, I believe, but maybe not to the degree that we do on this particular episode. But maybe I should ask him first. Now I feel like I put words in his yeah. mouth. What if he is anyway. a Dynasty guy and he just does armchair roto for the money? Yeah. Ah! Also, uh, is this weekend, and we're going to be on. There's a whole Palazzo Hour on Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So everybody in the Palazzo I mean, universe will be popping in for that one. It takes a whole hour to love us. And it's for a charity. It's a good cause. <laughs> so there's going to be, we're giving away a prize. Uh, maybe it isn't that cool of a prize, but I, I offered up whoever wins the raffle gets to host a Palazzo podcast episode this year. Woo! You oh, did you really? We did it two years ago. I offered that up for Potapalooza. I can't remember the guy's name. He, he sat there, basically, just kind of watched us as we did a show. <laughs> he was so, a little shy. So that could be who joins us for the uh, mock MLB draft that we do in June? Is that what you're saying? Ooh. <laughs> I bet you there would be people who would be interested in that if you're... I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I believe it all the way. Sitting here and be able to talk draft prospects. For some reason, those shows do well. So They do. We thank you guys for watching Plots of Podcasts. Follow everybody here, and we'll be back with another one of these very soon. If you're watching this replay, please comment. Get the comments rolling. Trick Daddy taking us out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.